name is Leah, and I am the host of We're All Growing Together. It is my pleasure to welcome you to the first ever full-length episode of this podcast. If you are interested in what this podcast is about and where you can contact me to suggest episode ideas, feel free to go listen to the trailer episode. To give you a quick rundown, We're All Growing Together is for anyone and everyone looking for direction and motivation. In order for us to grow, we must find what we love to do and feel more fulfilled in our lives. You'll be hearing from people who are passionate about what they do and are willing to give advice to help others thrive. You do not have to listen in any sort of order. Pick the episode that you believe you need to hear at that time. Relax and enjoy the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful for you. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be diving into selling secondhand clothes online. I know how important passive income can be, and I've additionally seen the rise in downloads for apps where you can buy and sell pre-loved clothing. Especially during the time of spring cleaning, we may have some shorts and dresses laying at the bottom of our closet knowing we will never wear them again. Selling secondhand is an amazing opportunity to gain some extra money and clear out our closets. It's also great for the environment. I, for one, am a huge fan of the app Depop and have been pretty successful on there. Not too bad. If you want to check it out, my Depop is at Leah Goldstein. I'm sure you could find something that would suit you. However, selling secondhand may not be as easy as it seems. Over 27 million people are on Depop, but only a select few shops have really been able to be successful. What is the secret? Where can I even start? You may have 30 pieces listed, but only one like on one piece. We've all been there. However, today's episode is here to help you alongside your selling journey. With me today, I have Angela. She owns a Depop shop with the username Leah Para, and she has over 1,200 sales and 14,000 followers. She is here today to give us insight on her success with her Depop shop and offer advice to anyone looking to increase their sales. Angela, how are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, of course. Awesome. So just to start off, how did you get into selling secondhand? Why did you specifically pick Depop to sell on? So I just happened upon the app kind of right when it started and was just selling old stuff from my closet that I didn't wear anymore for like an extra five bucks. And then I saw sellers like iGirl who made it like their whole full-time job. And I was so interested in that. I was so intrigued. So I just kind of tried over the years, like over the past three years to get into it. And I failed a couple of times. Like I, I didn't do very well, but finally, like I really got into it and here we are. Awesome. I love that. So how do you go through the process of storage and packaging and shipping just for anyone who may want to start off their secondhand business just to have some insight on how to start that? Yeah, so I have a whole like Ikea wardrobe filled with clothes, but you definitely don't have to have like a whole closet. I've seen people do like Tupperware bins or just like part of their closet is for Depop. So it's really just like anywhere you can fit it in your house works. 
And um, for packaging, I would just say, like, ask your family members if they have extra, like, Amazon boxes. I love doing reusable packaging and trying to be as eco-friendly as possible because that kind of goes along with the idea of sustainable fashion and shopping secondhand. So, um, and after a while, like, after I had done a couple hundred sales, I actually got... um, eco-friendly poly mailers and so now all of my packaging is eco-friendly and I I personally feel that's a really important part of it but you definitely can just start off asking friends and family for any extra packaging they have around and it's surprising like how much people actually do have that (laughs) yeah that's awesome Is there any advice you can offer to combat slow sales? So maybe people started a Depop shop, they have a few things listed, but they're not really gaining any traction to their posts. Yeah, so um, doing sales helps a lot and not just the sales that Depop does, but doing your own sale and making a cute little like picture to post that says like 20% off today only. So I found that works really well. And also just if you have to just delete some items and donate, sometimes your shop can get kind of stuck. And like I'm experiencing this now with the transition between uh, winter and spring. Mm -hmm. It's just a little slow. So I found that just doing the sale and if I really feel like something is just not going to sell, just accept it and like and move on and donate it. So those are my tips for that. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that too that like in between seasons for some reason it the sales just go down, which is very for interesting. For some reason winter winter spring is like cursed. Yeah. That transition is like cursed. That's so, so true. It's like I don't know what's happening with that, but yeah. I'm excited for like spring summer. Yes. Really yeah, it's a great time for sales. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you know, you were to kind of start this all over again and start a brand new shop, for example. Is there anything you would have done differently going into this? Well, in the beginning of um, my shop, I would spend like hours editing like colored backgrounds into Mm -hmm. like my pictures and it looked really nice, but it completely made it not worth the time that I was putting in. So that's a huge Um, recommendation I have is not spending so much time editing the pictures try to make the process of posting as streamlined as possible like your captions try to have just a formula that you kind of use where you can copy and paste it but add things that are relevant to the actual item and just just make sure that the time you're putting in is worth the profit that you're making off of what you're selling but also another thing that I found is that experimenting is a huge part of having a secondhand shop so sometimes things will work really well and you'll learn that that works and you'll keep doing it and then sometimes things 
just like certain items just don't sell and you kind of learn from everything so you'll definitely make mistakes through the process but I think everything will teach you what you need to know and in the end your shop will grow positively from it yeah that's great what you just said made me think of something I know that you know when you package an item and you ship it off and it gets to the person's house necessarily the process doesn't really end there because there's also something that comes in consideration which is the reviews where people leave reviews and that kind of impacts how well your shop does so do you have any like any tips for people who want people because sometimes people don't leave reviews and it can sometimes just make your shop look not as popping you know maybe look make your shop not do as well and then also if you have any advice for people who have maybe received bad reviews and maybe want to fix that with other things in their shop yeah so i would say for me what i've found works really well is if someone leaves a bad review i'll message them and just say i'm so sorry that you weren't completely satisfied with your experience and i would love to try to fix this problem with you and I usually I offer 15% off their next purchase with my shop just to try to make up for it a little tiny bit and usually they take down the bad review I've never oh, wow. had someone who hasn't deleted it after that and it's not even that oh I really don't want a bad review it's that I really care about them having the best experience with my shop so I found that that works amazing and I think sometimes some customers think that you're like this big shop run by like a few people and you really aren't like your Amazon or something and it's like (laughs) when I get one sale still I get so excited and I recognize returning customers stuff like that so of course I just want to always make sure that they're not having a three-star experience so that's my tip for that and also I've I've found that I don't really ask people to leave a review Mm -hmm. and I found that only about half of people if not less actually take the time to leave a review yeah I would say just after you ship an item if you just message and say oh I just shipped it out Um, if you'd like to leave a review after you get it and you're satisfied I would love that yeah yeah communication's very important one time someone left a four-star review on my shop and I was like and it like made my rating go down to a 4.9 instead of a five and I was like no (laughs) so so then I messaged them and I was like oh no like what was wrong and she was like oh sorry it was a mistake (laughs) and I was like like, oh okay so sometimes So sometimes it's just a mistake and people will understand that now I know that, you know, sometimes when people leave a four star review instead of a five star, it's just a mistake. So, but yeah, also what I do, cause I, when I ship my orders out, I put like a little note that's like, Hey, like, I'm so grateful that you purchased from me. Like if you can leave a review, that would be great. And most of them do end up leaving reviews, which is great. I think like only in the past, like six months I've sold things, only one person has not left a review. It feels good when people leave a nice review. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. Does. So for 
since we're coming to the end of this podcast, I was just wondering if you could offer any advice to anyone wanting to get into selling clothes secondhand. Yeah, I would say, especially on an app like Depop, just focusing on the items that you love, not necessarily what is crazy trendy or anything, although that does help and you do have to consider that because those items sell quickly but i've found that if you just stick with items that you love like i love corsets yeah if you stick with items that you're just passionate about you want to take pictures of them then you'll end up doing it more and you'll be able to sustain your business because you like what you're doing and it sounds pretty simple but like i've gone through slumps where just nothing on my shop I really am super obsessed with or it's all kind of old inventory so I would just say items that you absolutely love will help you keep doing it also I really focus on like branding of my shop and like I want people to have an experience with shopping with me so like of course I have my red background yeah. That is very distinct to my shop. And I just think that's important, just having a distinct look to your shop. And it doesn't have to be super complicated. Like my red background, I thrifted it for $2 at Value Village. <laughs> it's not like this crazy setup. And I just use like flash on my phone and I have no lighting. It's like, so basically my setup is $2. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it doesn't have to be super fancy at all. And I've seen people, um, like, take out loans to start their Depop shop. And I just think you can start any way you want. Like, it's such a flexible job to have or just a hobby that you can really just make it fit for you and your lifestyle. So, yeah, that's what. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I definitely took some pointers from my shop, so that was very, very helpful. Um, do you want to plug your shop one more time, just in case anyone listening wants to shop, since you have some wonderful items listed? Yeah, so Leopora on Depop. Check it out. Yeah, please check her out. She has the most amazing shop. She's the most wonderful person. I all I hope you guys took some wonderful advice and really consider it in your selling clothes secondhand journey. <laughs> but yeah, Angela, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> awesome.